Get ready. to the weekly cooldown i am comedy jace your host and i'm paul henderson your semi-regular guestish co-host and if you're joining us for the first time this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and we get to know our guest it is episode 209 of the weekly cooldown and it is january 19th and if you're joining us for the last time i'm so sorry yeah i made a similar I, joke last week and i wanted to keep it going for one hate more week. to hate, hate to see you go love to watch you leave is that it that's uh-huh. how it goes right i was more implying death Oh, hmm. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very special guest, um, someone I'm very excited to have on. So we're going to get right into these headlines and uh, get on with the rest of the show. And we can all get on with our lives, not deaths. Um, in April of 2023, Remedy Entertainment, known for Control and Alan Wake, unveiled a new stylized R for their new logo for the studio. However, Take-Two Interactive, which owns Rockstar, the makers of Grand Theft Auto, filed oppositions to the new trademark application, saying that there could be confusion with the Rockstar logo. This seemed to signify to some a small hitch in the Remedy-Rockstar relationship, since Remedy and Take-Two are still working on, hopefully, remakes to the first two Max Payne games, for which Rockstar has owned the rights since 2002. In a statement to PC Gamer, Remedy has said that this has already been resolved and that it took a little longer to complete due to the holidays, and Remedy and Take-Two continue to work together in partnership. Yep. T-Pain, yes, that T-Pain, is working on Grand Theft Auto 6. He's also a prominent Twitch streamer, and recently during a Twitch stream, the rapper, singer, songwriter, and apparently no-pixel GTA roleplayer mentioned that Rockstar actually told him he could not roleplay anymore if he was going to work on GTA 6. T-Pain said that Rockstar seemed to be nervous about T-Pain promoting unofficial servers or games while he worked on Grand Theft Auto 6. However, Rockstar has apparently changed its tune since then and acquired the group known as cfx.re which makes the role-playing modding possible while t-pain seeming to be joking jokingly upset by the moment as he and told his twitch viewers y'all told me i couldn't do this shit then y'all teamed up with the people to enable the rp shit to happen anyway whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um, finally that whole thing is crazy anyway it is i love it um and finally in case you were unaware peter griffin is indeed in Fortnite. Yes, Peter Griffin from Family Guy is in Fortnite, and much like any of the other crossovers, there had to be a little extra talks between its creator Seth MacFarlane and Epic Games, including a talk to tell MacFarlane what Fortnite even is. According to a brief interview during the premiere of his latest TED TV series on the Peacock streaming service, McFarlane said that he had to, quote, have someone explain to me what the fuck Fortnite is. <laughs> when he discovered that it sa- what it sounds like, uh, or what it is, rather, he said in his words, it sounded kind of cool and agreed to add Peter Griffin to the game. It's so funny hearing Seth McFarlane talk because it's, he has his Brian voice is just his natural speaking voice. Yeah. And so you hear Seth MacFarlane talking, you're just like, wait, that's just Brian from Fortnite. That's just Brian. <laughs> and then you also know that he's like everyone else, so that so you're like, oh, yeah. that's just Peter Griffin. 
And that's but, uh, just but, Stewie. But his Peter Griffin voice like sounds distinct enough from from his yeah, normal different. talking voice that I don't I don't get that situation. But like Brian is basically his self insert, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. also really funny. It's it's also kind of awful because like is, there's implications is. that Brian is like a racist. Well, Brian, the, there's a lot of general <laughs> like implications that Brian is a terrible piece of shit. Yeah. This came off to me as, like, really self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a liberal, but I don't like black people. That's <laughs> that's what I got for Brian. Anyways, those are just some of the headlines for this week. Of course, if we missed any, you are free to uh, tweet at me at Comedy Gaming on Twitter or at WK Cooldown. Yeah, turn around take and it leave. home. <laughs> WK Cooldown on Twitter as well. Um, or on Instagram, WK Cooldown, Comedy Days Gaming, all the same. I, I'm the same everywhere, homies. You know what this is. Um, Hey, guest, you want to introduce yourself? You wow. want to tell us who you are? Uh, Do I have to? Yes. <laughs> no, um, no, you're good. I demand. Honestly, I insist. You do whatever you want. It's me, guest. <laughs> hey, uh, guest. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, hi, my name is Kel or Kelsey or the Kellowell probably just say kel <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you do on the internet um i just just go down the youtube hole and watch videos for 10 hours um man ain't that the truth. A YouTube watcher. <laughs> hell yeah yeah i really do probably majority of my time on there or you Maybe know you lay in bed for Instagram three hours on tiktok for me oh yes and i don't i don't like i was never a tiktok a person i was never an instagram reels person and now i'm here and i feel like i'm gonna get left behind by something else well first of all i'm really, oh, sorry no, no, you don't have to be a TikTok person because all TikTok reels get uploaded onto Instagram reels, basically. So you can just oh. spam Instagram reels and never have to touch TikTok. It's Tim. Been, it's my friend Tim's fault. Shout I've out to Tim. I'm really into YouTube shorts. Did y'all know that the mm-hmm. pyramids actually extend like many miles underneath the ground and were built by um, ancient aliens? I don't. Huh? I'm not. I don't go to that school of thought. Actually. No, I don't either. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's. I that's don't like little, that college. No, no, YouTube, short, YouTube shorts are like, it, it, they're they're mostly innocuous, but it's really easy to fall into the fascism hole. Oh, yeah, for sure. 90% of my YouTube shorts are workout guys trying to tell me how to work out uh-huh. and like comedians doing a bit. I, it start my YouTube, sh- like, re- like shorts hole starts with the shorts hole. That didn't sound right. Starts no, with it's, like. It's so correct. <laughs> starts with like animes I'm watching somehow it, they know what animes I'm watching even though I never looked them up on YouTube and then it weirdly progresses from anime to anti-feminism shorts and I'm like uh, huh where are we going with this I don't understand how we got from A to Z on this one don't you love the algorithm the algorithm yeah. I've just been watching a, a lot of Monster Hunter videos lately I'm, a, oh. I'm, I'm one month into my Monster Hunter hole at this point <laughs> We're into a lot of holes, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so many holes with so many uh-huh. activities within them. <laughs> love that. I love what this has become. I know. Cal, aren't you a Twitch streamer or am I making Oh, that? that's right. Well, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that I sometimes just stream I, on Twitch. I do. I haven't done it as often as I used to. I definitely mm. let Mood. life get in the way and just, you know, I'm a busy girl who's got a real job outside of the internet Mood. and unfortunately has three children, um, cats, three cats that are my children uh, mm-hmm, that I have to provide mm-hmm. for. So I just got very busy with that. Um, but I do want to make this year the year that I do a shit ton more streaming. 
Excellent. Well done. And hopefully this appearance on the podcast will help you spur into the streamosphere. I feel the need to warn people Oh. that if they do come <laughs> to my stream, though on here, as of right now, I don't know how these conversations will go um, as this podcast progresses, but right now I might seem real sweet, real kind, real mild-mannered, um, but I am an absolute fucking chaos goblin on my streams. Um and there's a lot of yelling and screaming involved. So I would just recommend um, keeping your mouse, your cursor on the volume button. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Turn your just, volume down. Yeah, Don't stick and, the headphones directly into yeah, your eardrum. Yeah, mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. just buckle in, man. <laughs> <laughs> also invest in a seatbelt, apparently. Yeah, it's and then maybe some therapy. Uh, and maybe just drink. While wow. you're watching. Normally, therapy and drinking. To, uh, to have us jump into the shills too early, but I feel like you've talked about your stream enough. Where are you streaming at? Uh, Twitch. Um, oh my god, how does this URL work? Twitch.tv slash the Kellowell. T H E K E L O L. There you go. <laughs> I was like, how does the Twitch it. URL work again? <laughs> we're gonna, it's okay. We're going to get you. This is the, the, your first appearance on this show. By the next time I see you, you're going to be like, hi. <laughs> you might not invite me back. <laughs> You're gonna be like, "Hi, I'm very professional now. I have all of these things. You can find my link tree or my beacons AI or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> my smoke signals are find, over here. You can find my card yeah. over it. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna be a pro. You're gonna here's my pro. social. Here's my blood type. <laughs> <laughs> Cell phone number. Don't call me. Yeah, I won't um, answer. <laughs> <laughs> so we always ask Cal the yeah. Cal of our listeners, mm -hmm. what have you been playing this week? I actually, just before coming on here, was playing Medieval Dynasty, which they just got their co-op modes. I don't know if you've ever played Medieval Dynasty. I've never even heard no. of it. Um, it's, I really love survival crafting games. Oh. Um, this is a game where you basically are creating your own dynasty. You create your own settlement. And the main game of the storyline, you play a guy. Uh, and you oh, create your own in Dynasty. This co-op mode, they've created a whole new storyline and map where you actually get to make a man or a woman. Oh. Um, Revolution. So, yeah. And apparently, I've just found out that if I get married to a man and want to have babies, that he gets pregnant. Interesting. I haven't pursued this yet, but I Wait. will be impregnating my husband at some point this weekend. Oh. So, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Not a phrase I Video's ever thought I would... Cool. I would hear on the show <laughs> at all. His name I'm... is Dieter. He seems like a lovely man. Hopefully he's got some good childbearing hips. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm looking up stuff about this game. It doesn't seem like the kind of game that would be trying to push a trans agenda, which, which don't get me wrong. I'm all for a trans agenda. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't seem like that kind of game. <laughs> well, lo and behold, it is. <laughs> So this is what I've been told. I don't know if it's true. I didn't want to do the Google search. I just want to find out myself. God, I hope so. So, I, listen, I'll keep you posted. Maybe maybe next time I'm on this podcast, I'll have a whole story about how Dieter carried our child to term. Please. And Pop it was a twins. beautiful birth. Oh, and then he held this baby in his arms for an entire year in game. Because that's what happens when someone is pregnant has a baby in the game. They just sit in the house 24-7 for, for a whole year in game <laughs> and just hold the baby. The child. Oh, just hold a baby. Um, That's their job. Yeah, but it really baby is fun. Hunter. It's very... I really enjoy 
like these are games that I pretty much predominantly play off stream. It's just because they're comfy, de-stressing, and like mindless. And I'll just play like YouTube videos on the background while I'm doing it. Um, so that's actually what I literally am just was just playing before here. But I'm also besides that, I'm playing a ton of Lethal Company, and I'm sure yes. everybody else is. Paul, are you playing Lethal Company yet? I've played it. Ed. It's all right. Interesting. Why is it just all right? I don't know. It's just not really my thing. Uh, it, it's like kind of a multiplayer stream bait kind of game. Like it's cool. It's a really cool game. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a really sick game. It's just not really for me. I think Fast modded is, is the only way to go on this. I think the base vanilla game is okay, but I think modded is really where all the interesting and fun stuff gets. Very I'm, cool. Very interesting. I'm amazed by Lethal Company, just conceptually. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised that it took off the way it did, though. Just the, uh, the conceit of a, uh, a multiplayer horror game with in-game voice chat that can kind of fuck with you. That's fun. It's a fun concept. There's a lot of concepts in Lethal Company that I wish were in other games. Like, before Lethal Company. Um, the idea of, like, a, a a space exploration slash horror slash uh, survival proximity chat video game feels yeah. like it should not be with Lethal Company first. But, nonetheless, well, here we are. It is. it's capitalism, the game. Yeah, sure, that's really right. what it is. It's the whole point of this game is that you work for this company. First of all, you don't sleep, you don't eat, you don't drink. You go to these different moons and you just have to find scrap to bring back to sell to the company. And if you don't meet quota, they blast you out the airlock and murder you. Um, this is just capitalism. The game throw in the monsters and it makes it feel real realistic. It's <laughs> okay. interesting that the capitalist in this, like the company, is in also a monster. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Big old Kraken motherfucker. And if you ring his bell too many times, you get yeah, eight so up. Yep. Yeah. He's just like, don't talk so to me. Just do your goddamn job. Just do the job I told you to do and make me some fucking money. If not, you're going to get tentacled. <laughs> In a bad way. Clarify, um, <laughs> bad way. Yeah, Lethal Come. I played one game so far. Um, oh. And I played with people who have been playing for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not only do I not know what I'm doing, but I can feel my anxiety rising. So <laughs> the <laughs> the rest of the game, once we got teleporters and everything, I spent it on the ship with a friend. <laughs> and we were just, like, telling people where to go. And that was incredibly soothing, except for the part where the dog got onto the ship. Oh, yeah. yeah and I yeah. was crouched in the corner, like holding my breath <laughs> because I was like, if I speak into the microphone, it's going to hear me. <laughs> so I was like incredibly scared, but having like the, the laughing reaction when you're scared, like I was, I was giggling intensely. And it I've was, heard that playing navigator and on the ship can be pretty fun. Actually. It, it was, it was quite nice. It is it was quite vital, nice. <laughs> especially when you get to the harder moons. It's, I honestly think you, you have the most stressful job because you're dictating um, if I kind of live or die, to be honest, because I need you to turn off turrets, I need you to open doors, I need you to tell me there's monsters near me, is there loot in this room? And then you get to hear your friends over the walkie-talkie get absolutely murdered. Like, yeah. it really is, it's, you know, it's man in the, we call, I call it the shitch, so you're the ship bitch, so uh, that's the oh. shitch. Um, 
you're the you're in this situation uh, of keeping us alive. Um, where does the anxiety come from? You think? Does it come oh. from like fear of the game or from too many people, too much things no. happening? Responsibility. Oh yeah. Responsibility. You ever, you ever been in a situation where you're expected to do a thing? Yeah, it's that. Uh, yeah, every day of my no. life I work in the service industry. Yeah. Part, <laughs> oh jeez. Part of it for me, and I've explored this before, but I'm not sure if it's true or not, and I'm just making it up. But part okay. of it for me, I think, is that I don't like video game monsters with bad graphics. Not to say that Lethal <laughs> Company has terrible graphics or anything, but, like, low polygon monsters creep me out. I cannot play Minecraft to this day. Um, you're making that up. Bad graphics aren't real. You're probably right. I'm, what I mean to say is low poly <laughs> No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I, I am, like constantly terrified by like low poly spiders and creepers and endermen and they're they freak me out they're just blocky squares but they're still somehow scary to me would you um, be willing to play with me <laughs> yes so here's the thing i i'm also one of those people that needs like exposure therapy yeah. so <laughs> the more i am exposed and desensitized to this game that oh okay you're right i've never been to a therapist um I hope it's therapy. I, I, I just raw dog it. Yeah, I believe you, Paul. I believe uh, you, Cal. Uh, I don't need therapy. Ayo? I'm just, I'm just, ex <laughs> I'm just gonna expose myself to everything. Whee! Yeah. Anyway, I'm just raw dogging my mental state every day. <laughs> Bro, I'm just raw dogging existentialism, man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I need to expose myself more to Lethal Company in order for me to be like my other friends who are just running around haphazardly and like you know picking up a screw to bring back and i'm like i how think do you, how do you do it without the anxiety <laughs> i think if you play with me to either to either one of two things is going to happen either i'm going to get you over this and you're going to become an absolute professional for the company you're going to be a plus employee or i'm going to make it 20 times worse i'm so excited for either outcome I can okay. definitely guarantee that if I played with you, Common Jace, I would make it 20 times worse. And it would be great. I'm so excited for either outcome. You're invited, Paul. <laughs> so this is the group I'm thinking of. It is, oh, uh, we got Common Jace, we got Paul. Um, we'll get Brantagonist, and we'll get Mellow Mystical up in there. And this oh. will be the, the power squad. Okay, okay. All the Mello people is, beat me at fighting games. Okay. Mellow is absolutely annoying to play this game with. Um, <laughs> love, love him so much. Um, I... Wanted to kill him every second I could. <laughs> Was he, like, trolling you? What did he do? He's just... I think it's because I'm such a goblin, and I think I've met oh, my match within him. Sure. Uh, I think it's two goblins have met, um, and I really think that's the problem. <laughs> we're just we're just toe-to-toe -to -toe chaos goblins. Interesting, interesting. Well, so yeah, I've be, just uh, met my match. Should be good. Should be fun. Let's, let's uh, plot it. Let's plan it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna need a drink heavily. Oh hell yeah! Now we're talking <laughs> oh, my language. Yeah, I think All drinking right. heavily will be involved. Actually, I from my last my birthday stream that I just did, um, one of the reward tiers that I unlocked was Drunk Company, which is the Lethal Company drinking game. So maybe Ooh. I'll make this this also that. I'd be down. Uh, let me just crack open this white claw real quick. Hold on. Oh, oh. he's already. Do it's the we haven't claw? started. This is my first drink of the night. White claw. What's wrong with white claw? 
Ugh, I hate spicy water drinks. Spicy, oh, spicy that's all, water. That's all I drink mm. is spicy water. Uh, drinks. It just I tastes like static. Right before, right before this podcast, I drank myself an H E B unsweetened strawberry sparkling water. Oh my god! I just want to go. Why is it spicy? I all drink I drink it. is sparkling is water spicy? and white claw. Man, interesting. Interesting. You and Daniel will not get along. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, I never. He never has to worry about sharing it with me. He gets to have all oh, of the static beverages, right. and then static I'll have. Beverages. Yeah, Ridiculous. the static water. So it's just Don't wrong. you dare go to break, by the way, you son of a bitch. I haven't talked about what I played this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm still playing Monster Hunter World. You can go to break now. Okay. Oh, great. my God. <laughs> I'm so glad that we, we let everyone know that nothing, nothing has changed, changed for the past month. I've, mm-hmm. I have been fucking obsessed with Monster Hunter. It's 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 getting a little sad. I got to be honest. Um, I, uh, I went back and watched the VOD um, that I did for New Year's, the stream I did for New Year's Eve of me playing Monster Hunter like two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. it's wild to see just how much better I've gotten at the game in the past two weeks. Like by that point, I had already been playing for like 60 hours um, over the past mm-hmm. week and a half. And um, I like even just watching that footage i was already like spotting things that i wouldn't do or like things that i would do differently um <laughs> from from two weeks ago excuse me <coughs> oh my god he's dying, oh, he's Monster dying. world just uh, killing god him. white claws just too much i didn't even start see it. it's static it's not <laughs> right for you i didn't even have a drink i was just choking on my own spit oh my god <laughs> yeah learn how to swallow no <laughs> jesus i'm gonna okay. raw dog this saliva uh, okay, it is <laughs> on right. that note that I think we need to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will be discussing a whole lot of other stories. Uh, Ubisoft uh, has some things to say. Larian has some things to say back. Square Enix has some uh, terrible ideas. And we'll talk about Xbox first developer direct of the year when we all come back. So uh, stick around. Okay. Oh, God, that's a sexy voice. Lady. Okay, we're gone. You see, looking up from the ground, blood red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. Agent! Agent! Help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. (laughs) All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I wanted to help. I always had good intentions. I do not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. the show so gaming news for this week again ubisoft has some things to say uh and we're gonna jump in with that story first about a topic (laughs) we have discussed many times on the show yes yes um but one that i think is becoming more realized or actualized in a way so 
Uh, Philippe Tremblay, the director of subscriptions at Ubisoft, spoke with GI Biz to discuss the launch of Ubisoft's new Ubisoft Plus Premium and Ubisoft Plus Classic subscriptions. The subscription service includes Ubisoft titles like Far Cry 6, Rainbow uh, Six Siege, and much, much more for a monthly cost of $7.99 for Classic and $17.99 for Premium, with Premium giving a broader selection of titles and day one uh, or early access releases when available. The controversy for this, however, comes from Tremblay's comments about what the future of gaming may look like. According to Tremblay, players will have to get used to, quote, feeling comfortable with not owning your game, stating that the model of owning CD or DVD collections and other physical media has drifted away. He also said that the subscription models, quote, the service, oh, he said about the subscription models, quote, the service will continue and you'll be able to access them whenever you feel like. And that's reassuring. Of course, they're Mind saying you. this right on the heels of them shutting down um, a racing game. Correct. Mind you, also, uh, Larian Studios had something to fire back with, with yep. CEO and founder uh, Sven Vink adding on Twitter, Whatever the future of games looks like, content will always be king. But it's going to be a lot harder to get good content if subscriptions becomes the dominant model and a select group decides what goes into the market and what does not. Direct from developer to players is the way. So the irony of them saying the service will continue, you'll be able to access them, however you feel like that's reassuring... Um, Ubisoft very recently announced, uh, about a month ago, announced that The Crew is completely shutting down a, right. just a MMO racing game that they ran, um, and they're just completely getting rid of it. You game that you bought, can't play anymore. It's not right. a subscription service, it's not anything like that, it's a game that you purchased, and now you will not be able to play. Right. Yep. And that's the company that wants us to feel reassured about the continuation of their services. Um, having said that, I really don't think this is a trend. Genuinely. Um, okay. This is something I've talked about in the past. I've been very vocal about how I feel that if subscription services did become more prevalent, we got to be worried about games becoming exclusive to subscriptions because that means we would lose them. Um, and i got to be honest, I don't see that happening still even ubisoft here in this discussion they didn't talk about owning they didn't talk about um exclusive games on the subscription service going up and then going away it's it's more of a uh, xbox game pass type situation where you can you can essentially play all the games that they have on their service or you can buy them individually um and I mean, just based on the reaction to this whole situation in the first place, I think Ubisoft would be fucking stupid to try and pull something like that, where something was exclusive to their subscription service. Sure. The only service I can think of off the top of my head that does something like that is Netflix. And yeah. that's kind of weird, because Netflix theoretically could do this with games, because they do have games that are exclusive to them on their subscription service. Mm. But their entire thing is subscription. Like, that's their entire market from top to bottom. So it's it's kind of hard to individually call out a company like Netflix when that's their whole MO, and they're kind of separate in that. But also, they're the only 
game studio company netflix is that now it feels weird Mm. to say but netflix is that they're the only game studio company or games company that has games that are exclusive to subscription and i think i don't i don't see a trend going that way anytime soon i i genuinely don't think it's that is an actual concern at least for now I've always said if it starts going that way, it's a really bad sign for the games industry, but I don't think we're actually headed there yet. Cal, what do you got? I, well, me just looking at this, because I didn't see the article until today, um, because I live under a rock, apparently. Um, (laughs) And this definitely seems like predominantly a PC gamer issue, um, more related, just in the sense of, I feel like PC gamers in general aren't really buying hard copies of games to begin Mm. with. Um, most of us don't even have a CD port anymore. Like I have like one that I can plug in, but I don't even know where it is. So mm-hmm. when I was like, when I was reading this, I was like, this would, I don't know. As like when I was predominantly more a console gamer, I would n- almost never get anything digital. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted the hard copy of every game I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in case something happens. Uh, right. th- there's so much things that can happen on the internet. You know, accounts get hacked. Um, example: if you lose your Switch. And somebody steals your switch, and you have to. And you're, that's just gone because uh, I don't. I can't remember the issues with it, but I know that you just can't get back into your Nintendo account if you can't access that. Like you just lose all the games that you have digitally. Blah blah blah. So that I know that's why. An I, issue back in the day with um, I think DSI and I think to some extent the Wii U. They have resolved that to have they. I haven't looked much into it. Yeah, the 3DS and the Switch have pretty much resolved that issue. Um, you can you can get your games back as long as you're able to get into your account. Oh, okay. So it's, I haven't looked much into that. It's not as draconian as Nintendo used to be, because you're right. That shit used to be insane. It oh, was really, it was so nerve-wracking. It was really bad. It was really <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it really made me, like, I would not I would only ever buy the hard copy. And I will say, too, just as, like, I'm a millennial. I was born in the early 90s. I still enjoy having physical copies of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, again, with PC gaming, all, obviously all of my shit's digital. I don't own... A single, I think the all the PC games that I still own were like the first rent, first and second rendition of like all the Sims games and like City Heroes and City of Villains. I have the hard copy of that. Like, you know, forever ago when your when your PC towers had the CD port in it. But mm-hmm. I have. I also don't hate. I'm kind of on both sides. I want to play devil's advocate. I think for a lot of indie games, if these subscription services included them, I feel sure. like this could be really great for indie developers yeah. who obviously are only making digital games and don't really have a lot of avenues to get that kind of recognition or get the game out there aside from, you know, uh, streamers or YouTubers playing those games like Markiplier heavily plays indie game, indie horror games. So, you know, I do think it could be good for that, but I also don't, I just don't see, I don't know. I don't think this Felipe Tremblay is, I don't really think he's on it. I think he's not completely correct. Yeah. I fully so, agree. Yeah. I've been I've been saying this for a while, and I've been trying to practice as much as I can what I preach with my physical media. I've been buying the physical versions of games I very much enjoy uh, if they have a console version, because, again, as you said, there's really no avenue for that with PCs anymore. Um, and I have a handful or more of uh, the physical copies of games I really love. Um, and that is solely because... I do believe that, like you said, if something is to happen, right, if Ubisoft Plus is to go bye-bye, I may not have access to those games anymore. I may not own those games, as Felipe says. 
Um, and I don't think that's something I should be okay with, right? Yeah. I think he he's trying to say, well, he's very clearly saying, rather, that we should be okay with losing that kind of uh, privilege, I guess, to our games. And it's almost like, actually, no, I bought this. <laughs> I, I would like to actually have it. Like, it's mine um, to do with as I please. And I, I think there's something to be said when... Uh, CEO and founder of Larian Studios says, like, you don't get to control that market, right? It's for the players to decide what they want to do. And if they decide they really like a subscription model, like we have with uh, movies and TV, right? With Netflix and Paramount Plus and all the other things, then that's the way to go. Right. Um, But I also think that there is a, again, a true reality in which we lose we lose access to that at some point. Yeah. Um, we've already seen it happen a few times with some streaming services like uh, Quibi, which was like short form comedy. Um, there was a, a specific comedy TV uh, uh, one that's gone bye bye now. Um, if Hulu or Netflix decides to implode for whatever reason, will you lose access to like Black Mirror? Unless you pirate it from somewhere, you know what I mean. Like you, yeah. you don't get those shows anymore, and it's it's potentially the same reality even with Steam, right? If it, I won't have like Cult of the Lamb anymore if if Steam or Epic Games decides that they don't want to host it. Um, and and for indie games, um, at, like you said, Kel, it's very important for them to be able to market on the internet, um, because they they don't have the kind of manpower or the money to, um build in the infrastructure of, you know, distrib- distribution to, like, target and all that. So it's it's frightening and annoying, and I wish Philip Tremblay was nicer about his words. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a very double-edged sword, in my opinion, because I can see some pros and cons to all sides of it. Um, I, I don't know, and I also feel like... I don't necessarily want to jump to comparing, like, video game streaming services to, like, things like Netflix and Hulu. I get that there's obvious similarities, but it does feel like kind of apples and oranges with different media sources. Um, But, yeah, good point about Steam, by the way, because when Steam does its updates, you can't do anything. Yeah. Like, you're you're locked out of your games, or if you're already in a game, things start going fucky and you have to exit the game only to find out that, like, there's no connection, it's updating. Um yeah, I think that's a for me. That's probably the biggest indicator that something like streaming services should never take over. Yeah. Mm. Um. Just because, dude. Like, unless you're gonna unless you're gonna sit there. Excuse me, Philippe Tremblay. Unless you're gonna sit there and you're going to funnel money into like Google Fiber, AT and T Fiber, Spectrum, all these different internet sources yeah. to make sure that my shit never goes down and I got high speed all the time and that everything is working great and that we're never gonna get any fucking hackers fucking my shit up then shut the fuck up and sit down <laughs> you you actually bring up a good point and i forgot about uh stadia stadia yeah, yeah. was a prime example of this right where we first Stadia's of all we so weird we forgot that to include um the least fortunate internet people who don't have really good wi-fi or good infrastructure for internet in our in our plan um so stadia couldn't reach people in like australia for a very long time because they don't have the uh infrastructure um for internet in the same way that um some other countries do um and then because of kind of repeated uh failures i'd say but mostly it not really being able to live up to its own potential 
we actually lost some games that were Stadia exclusives. What those games are, I could not tell you. Yeah, but, Stadia, uh, Stadia is such an interesting case. Um, before I continue, by the way, I am um, required to state that I do work for a Google, Google subsidiary. But um, <laughs> uh, Stadia was such an interesting case because you did buy games, but also, if I remember correctly, there was you also had to have a subscription to use Stadia on top of it. Is that right? Yep. Yep. So it was like you you had a subscription to access Stadia, but also if you bought a game, you would use it through Stadia. And there were some games that were built specifically with the Stadia infrastructure in mind. Like it was intended that you and the people that you played that game with were on a shared system, essentially. It was like it was like Cloud Couch co-op almost. Um the way the games were mm-hmm. designed. And um there there were games that like not only not only were they lost because they couldn't be ported off of Stadia, but like Stadia was an integral part of what that game was. All right. Yep. That's it exactly. Okay. Well, uh, we are we're gonna beat this one. Um, also, <laughs> as a, as a side note, um, I discovered recently that Steam actually is not DRM in in and of itself. Um, Steam has drm you can you can use steam as drm um i think that's this, a function of steamworks but you can actually put games out on steam that don't have drm in them interesting like once uh, once you once you buy the game off steam and download it you can just run the exe and there's no drm on it um slay hmm. the princess does not have drm even though it's released through steam Learn something new every day. Yeah, I just, I just yeah. thought that was interesting because because we were talking about like accessing games and Steam and stuff. I think it's neat. Well, Mr. Tremblay, these gamers don't fully like what you have to say. We give that a fashion fail. Yeah. Explain what that is really quick. <laughs> fashion fail? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this. No, no, I'm just making... Not, it's just from you know you know those 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 TV series where they sit and they like critique celebrities oh, on the red carpet. They go. I see. I see. Fail. Yeah, yeah. That was just we ru- it. we RuPaul'd this. Person. Yes. I get it. I yeah. Get it. I, get I don't cool, watch cool, cool. television. Interesting. Uh, Is wow. it because of streaming? Um, I haven't watched television <laughs> regularly since high school. I don't think. Wow. Not even like an anim- anime. Nah. Not even like like an anime. I'll like stream stuff off the internet occasionally, but like I don't really watch TV anymore. Like I can't remember the last time I regularly watched network television or cable. I haven't had access to cable TV since high school, actually, for, for sure. Who what can? Do you do? That's so weird. What do you do? <laughs> Um, Paul, take the next one for us. Yeah, sure. Uh, Square Enix's president, um, Takashi Kiryu, recently said that the company will be aggressive in applying AI to content creation in a recent VGC article. The company confirmed that its new party shooter game, Foam Stars, has used some AI-generated art. Um, If I sound really unenthused about this news story, it's because I'm really fucking annoyed about it. (laughs) Um, It's a really really fucking annoying story for me. The producers of Foam Stars, Kosuke... um, the producer of Foam Stars, Kosuke Okatani, said that while most of the game was made by actual people, the studio employed the use of mid-journey to convert text to images. According, Apparently, according to a clarification from Square, it was only used to generate in-game album covers for music used in-game. Hey, you know what game was able to do that? Fucking Splatoon! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, without the use of uh, AI. So this is a weird one, right? Um, not weird because they are trying to defend their use of AI, but we're because they are both 
like very excited about their use of AI, but also trying to like downplay it a little yeah. bit. Um, they said in a statement that like the amount of AI used was like zero point zero one percent or something like that. Um, it's only used to do this one thing. Um, it was text to images, and then they used those Im- images or the assets from those images, and then made them themselves or whatever. And while I understand to some extent the idea that AI is used for like an inspiration, right? You're not using the image, you're using the uh, whatever the image inspires you to make from it. This doesn't feel the same. It feels like it's a like tiny dip in the pool to test the water before yeah. we do a complete splash. I feel that's that's exactly how I feel about it. I mean, we're we're on week two in a row of talking about AI in games. Last week yeah. we talked about the finals, and my opinion still hasn't changed. It fucking sucks. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. annoying that it's becoming more pervasive in this style. Um, and this is even worse than the trials, arguably, because at least with the trials, or I'm sorry, the finals, um, I don't know this for a fact, but the theory is that they had, or I think they said that they had voices that they recorded in studio and used those to, to use Gen AI to create Gen AI to create other voices, which mm-hmm. it still sucks. I don't like it, but right. um, at least there's there you can argue that there's like a layer of of ethics in the fact that they're using a voice that consented to being done like sure. this midjourney sure. is straight up just scraping shit off the internet and turning it into ai slop and it fucking blows um it's just straight up stolen art there's no mm. other there's no there's no way to mince words about this it's straight up stolen art that is being put in a big video game being released by Square Enix and being pushed by Sony on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, isn't the point of AI art is that they had to upload pre-existing art made by a human being Mm. so that this AI could generate Right. More artwork. That's the point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the all of this is coming from somebody's actual hard work that then gets stolen and recycled and reused and ported into ways that they didn't want it ported into. Sure, yeah. So I absolutely fucking hate AR. I also hated that first initial flow of it. You know, I'm sure everybody has friends on Facebook or Instagram that uploaded AIR to themselves and like yeah, within that. yeah within like a day like i remember the whole craze of like being like don't stand for this stand with the artist blah 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 and everyone's like yeah yeah fuck air and then within a week i just saw these same people posting ai art yeah um i just think it's gross i get that you know we're get we're in the future it's 2024 <laughs> i get that as time goes on things are going to become much more technology based I'm sure in 30, 40 years, we're going to have chips shoved into our brains instead of using cell phones anymore. Um, you know, I get that that might be worth whatever. That's where, I guess, I, I fucking hate it. I think, I don't know. It's just like, what just happened to just supporting artists and getting art? <laughs> Not done by an AI. I just don't, I just hate this so much, especially as somebody who you know, played in a lot of MMOs heavily and I commissioned so much artwork of my characters and going to conventions and getting art, you know, commissioning artists to do artwork on the spot or buying their prints and just putting money in their pockets. And it just takes away the art when, when, it, when a machine is doing it, when AI is doing it, it's just, it doesn't, 
There's no art. There's no, um, like, there's no emotion. There's no feelings. There's no humanity. There's no depth. That's yeah. not art anymore, in my opinion. I, I think to answer your question about why people don't do it anymore, it's the same reason why the lethal company boys do their job, right? It's capitalism. Yeah. Um, there's something out there that tweaks the mind of humans where they're like, oh, I can get this thing and I don't have to give dollar bills for it. Let's go. Um, and and instead of kind of, you know, making the world go round with their money, they're like halting the progress a little bit and making it worse. Um, I, I'm perplexed by Square Enix's decision, um, mostly because if you've ever seen any kind of Final Fantasy asset work, any of the sketches that they put out for any characters, those are really good and very iconic. Um, I don't understand why they would even bother with using AI for art at this point. Like, it it, it doesn't make sense when you have the talent um, under your roof that way. That's all I got. I hate it. I just over... It, that's another fashion fail. We're running with it. This is a new bit. <laughs> um, a fashion fail. I just... I don't know. I just... Sashay away, squaring. I just, just no other way to articulate it. I just really hate it. it I, I don't think it's anything to boast about. I don't away. think it's something... Yeah, you sashay, baby. <laughs> um, I just don't think it's something to boast about. I don't think it's something that you should be proud of. Um, I just fucking hate that it's become such a thing. Agreed. Agreed, agreed. Well, um, now they're all nice and angry. Yeah. <laughs> they're mad. Hey, Microsoft uh, showed well, us some so new games. They did. They did indeed. Microsoft showed off some new games. <laughs> um, they gave some release dates as well for uh, during Xbox first developer direct of the year. In the showcase, we got a look at some upcoming games from Obsidian Entertainment, Ninja Theory, Square Enix, who we just talked about, Oxide Games, and Bethesda. Um, among those games are the long-awaited titles like Senua Saga, Hellblade 2, and Indiana Jones, The Great Circle. Um, so what are we looking at, Vision's folks? Man, what are we? Cute. What do we say? Oh, I mean, Visions of listen, Mana does look very Listen, I, I, I know we just spent the last, like, ten minutes talking shit about Square Enix, and they're not off the fucking hook, but they're a company of mini heads. <laughs> Visions of Mana does look really good, and I'm yeah. uh, I'm one of those uh, the 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 Mana games in general are really cool. I really like them, uh, and the fact that they're coming up with basically a sequel, um, very exciting, very exciting. It's cute very... that they're bringing um, enemies over from Final Fantasy Adventure. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a there uh, Final Fantasy Adventure and uh, Secret of Mana or Trials of Mana, I believe. Yeah were supposed to be the same game i believe um and then they kind of branched off that's why you get moogle sometimes in uh the mana games because it's all kind of one game by accident (laughs) um and i I really really love the art style um hopefully there was no ai involved um and i'm really digging just the overall kind of cuteness of it um very exciting very exciting um also excited for hellblade 2 I'm excited. I've actually never played the first Hellblade, and I need Ooh. to. I want to play it so bad. I just never got around to picking it up. I think I was just, as as it happens, I just got busy, and I forgot. But I was watching um, the stuff for Hellblade 2, and I'm like, I have to. I think around the release of it, I think right before it, I'm going to play the first Hellblade. That way I don't have to wait too long 
Sure. In yeah, anticipa- yeah. anticipation, but yeah, it looks stunning. The first game looks stunning. So we'll be waiting a few more months. That one releases May twenty first, twenty twenty four. And also, um, our history untold kind of looking like uh, we have Civilization at home, but um, that that that's der- <laughs> that's derogatory. Sure. I actually think it looks sick. Um, the idea of it being like Civilization with the with both the serial numbers filed off, but also not shackled by the real world like world leaders that civilization is mm-hmm. sort of being able to do its own thing and like use original characters. I'm very interested to see how they go with that because I think they could really take it in some interesting directions. A lot of the character designs looked really cool. And um, I'm interested that a lot of the stuff that they talked about, like being attacked by like wilderness and stuff and um, how the, uh, the game can progress based on how you play there, there's just a lot of really interesting stuff going on in our history untold and i definitely think it looks like a really cool civ like type game yeah i love yeah. civ i love civ so i'm yeah i'll probably pick that up the second it comes out very cool very cool um i'm kind of interested in avowed um yeah. i like the kind of uh survival fallout-esque kind of rpgs um where you can make your character and do all kind of crazy shit. So, um, looking forward to that one. It apparently takes place in the Pillars of Eternity franchise in the same universe as oh, that game. Um, I, I that. don't know about that game at all, so I may have to play a little bit of that to figure out what I'm doing. It's but, from the developers of Fallout New Vegas. Oh, I have to get that. Yeah, this, uh, Pillars of Eternity is also an old Obsidian, older Obsidian game. Sorry. Yeah, I just saw that. that. <laughs> yeah. It's looking to be a decent year so far for video games. Um, How do y'all feel about the Andy Jones game? I'm interested the in what? it because... Oh, Indiana Jones? Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in that one because I know someone in my household who has a vested interest in Indiana <laughs> Jones. Yeah. Um, and I would likely play it just so that we can enjoy it together. But, like, if I were on my own, like, no one in my house, I prob- probably would not be interested in it. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, you know what it makes me think of? But, like, of? the franchise is not me. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of the tie-in video game for Peter Jackson's King Kong. Do you remember that game? Yeah, and that why was, does it make you think of that? <laughs> it was just a weirdly good first-person shooter for a tie-in video game. Um, like, the, it was really interesting because the the one of the ways you, it was it was a score-based game. Like, you would get a score at the end of each level, and one of the ways you would lose points was based on how many bullets you used. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I, it was it was basically really heavily encouraging you to like a, a, a approach situations in a pretty. Um, in, like more roundabout way it wasn't the greatest game in the world but like it was weirdly good for what it was and this isn't obviously a tie-in game it's just you know a video game in a franchise um, yeah todd howard first, really wanted an indie todd howard jones really game. wanted to make a new indie game i think this is the first indie and jones game since like the uh the adventure game from the 90s right yeah and, yeah, I think um, so. They've got Troy Baker playing Indiana Jones, which oh, which is oh, which is you got me. He's all right. Yeah, um, it, it, I do, <laughs> I I do like that he's not outright trying to do a Harrison Ford impression. Okay, like, good, he, good. He's pretty on top of it though, because like, I when I was Troy listening Baker's to it, great. 
when I was listening to it, I was like, is this Harrison Ford? No, it definitely <laughs> wasn't. I didn't think that for a second. But it didn't sound to me like he was trying to outright do a Harrison Ford no, impression. No, but, I, but I, was, I was pretty convinced that it, like, yeah. it maybe could have been. It's and very similar. I'm not even 100% similar. sure if they got the likeness, actually. Like, it doesn't really, at least to me, it didn't entirely look like Harrison Ford. Which, it's, again, I'm not complaining about. I, I think it's fine. <laughs> it's very derivative, I, I would say. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's, it's pretty close, but it's not spot on. Yeah. And it's I, the reason I say that is because, like, Harrison Ford is, like, 80 years old. The, the dude deserves to rest. He's still doing yeah. stuff, by the way. He's, like, in, coming up. He just com- did an Indiana He's doing Jones a fucking movie. Marvel movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop off, pop off, Harrison Ford. Yeah, but like I, you confused if, old if man. If I had the energy, yeah, I'd, I'd still be going. But, but like, I, I, I think if, like, I think the reason we didn't get it is because he's so busy and he's also so old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harrison Ford pretty famously said that he wants Indiana Jones to die with him. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> um, no. I don't think that's up to him. Yeah, it's not really his choice to make. Um, I, I think Indiana Jones has life past Harrison Ford is sad as oh, yeah. to say. Yeah. It, 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 it is sad to say. I, it, it, it's like saying um, that Max Payne still has life after his voice actor died. But like, yeah, sure. But uh, I think as th- that's just going to be sort of an inevitable part of modern media as time marches on and as these franchises grow, like people are going to pass on from their roles and um I think the sooner people are willing to embrace that, the better. It's it's hard. It's to got depressing fast. No, it did. It did. It's 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 something you have to think about though. Like just as time marches on, I mean, like Paul's think about talking how, about death this whole episode. Yeah, no, like I mean, like yeah, think about how many people have voiced like Mickey Mouse, right? Or like Bugs Bunny over the years. It's it's um, I hope JC spiraling, JC spiraling. <laughs> 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 sorry, I think this is. I think this. Kind of st- I th- so back to Indian so, Jones, so, the Great so, Circle. <laughs> I think this stuff is actually legitimately fascinating. Um, how um, how heritage roles like this can be passed down from actor to actor over the years. I don't. I absolutely don't disagree with that, especially when you get into things like uh, royalties for the estates that yeah. are left behind, um, and things like uh, what, what's the thing that just happened to Mickey Mouse on the steamboat? Um, uh, the sank. Uh, did it sink? Did, it did not Are you sink. Steamboat really <laughs> going into the public domain? Thank you. Public domain was the the phrase I was looking for. When things go into public domain, like will that ever happen with something like Indiana Jones? Probably not in our lifetime. Yeah. Um. But it's it's interesting to think about the idea that you know in a couple decades, if not more, um, something like this becomes the the will of the public quite literally. Yeah. And whatever happens to it happens to it well, i mean what's gonna happen i think is like if, if you just looking at this right now at, at some point if they ever want to make another indiana jones movie again they've already like they they said this this last one was going to be the last indiana jones film at least with harrison ford if they right. ever make a new harris um, a new uh, indiana jones movie they're going to have to recast indiana jones and sure i, I am interested to see how that happens and who this, would you want to see that is a recasting. fantastic question. Um, I God. don't know that anyone exists who can do it right now. I... Pedro Pascal is my vote. Pedro Never Pascal's mind. a good You're one. right. No, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, is a good I'm not gonna lie. Oh, he was a perfect Joel, and I think that he would be a great Indiana Jones. Uh, he would. He would be around the age that Harrison Ford was when he did the okay. first Indiana Jones. If he did it now, hear so. me out though. Nathan, I'm Fillion. hearing. 
Oh, uh, that's an obvious. I feel like, but that, for me, that would be such a fan service pick. Yeah, no, but mm. like I remember when they had Nathan Fillion do the um, Uncharted test footage, and I fucking loved him as Nathan Drake. I think, I think that's the thing, though. I think he's Nathan Drake. I don't think he's Indiana Jones. Yeah, but they already did that though, and it was bad, and it wasn't. But you know what we <laughs> could do? Drake. Can we do this? Can this be my compromise? Okay. Pedro Pascal as Indiana Jones. Can we get Firefly back? Like oh, yeah, the I show? Mean, that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's evergreen. That's evergreen. That's okay. No, no question on that. I, I just want Firefly. <laughs> you just brought in a completely new I element just, to listen, this I'm just, I thought we were, might be compromising with the internet gods right now, and I just was. I just wanted you to do like an offering. I don't, yeah, I don't like know a, that the in, that this show reaches them, but maybe it does, hopefully. Don't, we'll first of all, first of all, Jace. The light of God has never seen Firefly. First of all, <laughs> my brother in Christ... Don't ever not think that this doesn't reach vast audiences. You are well, loved. Uh, no, you are great. I, you are fantastic. I I have I have a pretty good idea of who this is reaching, but if it ever reaches an internet god, they have not reached Maybe out. Maybe it's me reaching yet. Josh Whedon, and that's all I give a fuck about. Okay, okay. Well, Josh uh, Whedon, if you're listening, Josh, uh, you know, <laughs> Josh, 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 J O S S, I think I listened Joss that a little bit. Josh Whedon, or your brother Josh Whedon, <laughs> or or. Anyone else with any within the the Whedon in the chat. Uh, <laughs> exactly in the chat? Any Whedons in chat? Yeah, um, yeah. We get yeah you know, get Firefly. Please. Well, uh, Xbox do a Firefly video game. That's my only other thing. Yeah, I and Bethesda, please don't make this Indiana Jones game suck. Because I'm sorry, Redfall was a disgrace, and you oh, should have yes. done better. Ooh, okay. Sorry, Hot take. Austin. <laughs> um, like that's basically things. the end of the show <laughs> so as we move along toward the end of the show that's of course we always ones. ask that you give our listeners a recommendation which game should they be playing or be on the lookout for does it have to be a new game or can I just nah, give like anything whatever alright this is this is my end all be all game I've replayed this game and I'm not even exaggerating over a hundred times Bioshock the first one okay if you haven't played Bioshock it, I don't know what you're one. doing. Go play it. Bioshock, the first one. Yeah. Um, what is your, what are your thoughts on Infinite? So it's good. It's it feels like such a different setting and game though. Um, Bioshock Two was made just by Two K Studios, so it was different. But I still think they did a good job of keeping that kind of feel from Bioshock 1. It wasn't perfect, but I won't hate on them too much for it. Infinite was a beautiful game, beautiful story. I love Songbird. Um, I just wanted it to be creepier like Bioshock 1 and 2. It just missed mm. a lot of those really just skin-crawling kind of creepy vibes. You got that briefly in the Asylum part of the game. Um, but it was a it was a very beautiful, very well-done game still. I just felt, it felt like we kind of maybe branched off a little bit too much from what Bioshock was. Sure, sure, sure. Well, go play Bioshock, the first one, like Kel said. Yeah. Paul, what do you got? Hey, y'all ever heard a game called Left 4 Dead 2? Go, go play it. Oh, oh my god, I, I have it. Yeah, I have it, and I miss go, it. Just go play it again. It's been a hot minute. I know you haven't played it in, like, six years. And you know what? It um, you, 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 you're not, I promise you're not burned out anymore. Um, you haven't played a four-player co-op game in, like, eight years. Um, wow. It's been a long time for you. I know it has. Um, just treat yourself today. Just go. Just go play Left 4 Dead 2. Go find a few friends. Don't play with strangers because they've all been playing it 
for the past 12 years, and they will hate you if you do the slightest thing wrong. Uh, so just just go go find some friends that have Left 4 Dead 2, go play it with them. If you have a bunch of friends that want to play it, go play Versus. Just have yourself a nice time. Go, go get some bevs and play Left 4 Dead 2. Can I briefly... Can I briefly jump off of that really quick? Yeah, sure. Oh, God, Play that. Play Left 4 Dead 2. Play Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. But also, play Left 4 Dead 3, legally known as Back for Blood. Illegally. It, legally known as Back for Blood. Uh, or is I guess Left 4 Dead... We'll call it 4. This is Back for Blood. Um, legally, Back for Blood. That's actually super fucking fun. If you love Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, you're going to really love it. It's actually amazing. I, I really enjoy Back for Blood. Can I change my answer? Okay. Yes. Uh, go play Tekken 7. Tekken 8 comes out next week. Oh my okay, God. I'm going to jump off of that. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> so this is a game called I'm Tekken actually... 9. <laughs> yeah. Oh so if you haven't played Tekken 10. <laughs> Super. I, I don't know why this one popped into my head, but I think it's because of the indie game talk earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, go play Tunic. Tunic is really I just bought it last week and I beautiful it and I've been on my Monster Hunter shit. That's fair, but Wait, that you should so play familiar. it. Tunic is if you crossed like Zelda and Dark Souls. Um it's so, top down. Zelda. Sure. Fine. I don't think Zelda's that I think, I Zelda think Dark, Dark Souls, Souls is very difficult. Common. Sure. Um Is it on Steam? Yes. It is indeed on Steam. Um, it is a very fun game. You play as a little fox. Uh, what his name is, who knows? Um, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on this in this game. It's very foresty, but it's also very like pseudo sci-fi, weird technological stuff going yeah. on. It's got a little bit of creepiness. It's got a lot of cuteness. Um, the enemies are a little difficult. There's a lot of different maneuvers yeah, you have to learn. Cute. It's it's very good. It's very good. There's a it's a labor of love. Um, and it's it's a fascinating game, and I think about it all the time. Now this is um, tunic, as in spelt like the top tunic. Yeah, yeah correct. Like a, the outfit. Yeah, yeah. Not, not like just for anybody wondering. The bottom tunic. Yeah, just the top tunic, not the head tunic, not the feet tunic. The tunic you wear. I cannot believe what's going on. Hey, Jason, um, you know that Dark Souls was inspired by Ocarina of Time? Was it? Yeah. The, the whole, the whole basic flow of the do. game was heavily inspired by Ocarina of Time. What about Demon Souls? I don't know about Demon Souls, man. Uh, okay. Castlevania. Well, I think that was inspired by the feelings people had when playing the first one. Yeah. Interesting. I have to... <laughs> I'm going to have to dig into that rabbit hole later. No, that's real. Um... And finally, to finish off this episode, please let us know where we can find you on the internet uh, if you wish to be found, and if you have anything else to plug. Uh, Twitch.tv slash TheKellowell. That's Twitch.tv slash T-H-E-K-E-L-O-L. You can also find me on Instagram at TheKellowell. I don't know what other socials I have that I want to share. That's, oh, oh, I guess I am on TikTok. I think it's also TheKellowell. There's like two or three clips and it's from my last birth my birthday last year where i was really drunk so have fun with that <laughs> very good <laughs> perfect paul what do you got yeah you can find me over on mastodon um shrike.club forward slash at paul's rock and mastodon and uh r-o-c-k-i-n-m-a-s however the fuck you spell mastodon um and also you can find me over at on twitch where i stream once every two months uh twitch.tv forward slash bonzi 77 um if i'm streaming right now or at some point soon it'll probably be fucking monster hunter again because that's just my life now my life is just monster hunter it's terrifying don't be me very good 
help. Very good. Don't be Paul. Um, <laughs> all right. As always, you can find me at Comedy Gaming on Twitter, and you can find the Weekly Cooldown as well on Twitter at WK Cooldown. Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Instagram page. Visit WKCooldown.com for more news and other episodes. Be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts because it does what? It has the father. That's right. It helps the podcast grow. Al Gore will be very pleased and he will start dancing. That's called the you know, Al Gore. One rhythm. day I'm not going to say anything in response to that. And, you're and I'm going to be sad. You're just going to hang. I'm just going to be very sad. And you're not going to pick up the bit. The bit that I've introduced late in the game. Oh, the bit. I've dropped it. Oh. Be sure to check out the. Don't think I didn't notice that we we dropped the this week in gaming. By the way. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We did. Be sure to check out the <laughs> links in the description, including, of course, our humble bundle for this week. And remember that you can support your favorite charities and support this show. Our logo and art is done by Corgi. And follow Corgi on Twitter. D o g h o u s c c o r g i a n. Doghouse Corgi on Twitter. Um, our intro music is done by Riki. Find Riki on Twitter at dog underscore noise. D o g underscore n o i s e. That's all for the weekly cooldown. I am Comedy Jace. I'm Paul. Alan Wake is my game of the year for 2023. Henderson. Still? Still. Uh, uh, I'm the Kellowell. <laughs> well done. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.